0: Happy New Year and welcome to Lovejoy. Actually, happy 2021. Is that? It's probably a little bit optimistic, isn't it? I don't know if I'm not optimistic or manic at this stage. Um, but, I mean, it can't be any worse than 2020. 2020 set a very high bar for... for um, well... Mm. But setting a very high bar for wonderfulness, though, I would just like to give a quick shout out to our wonderful patrons because we've got quite a few patrons now and they've all stood by us uh, throughout all of this and taken part in various activities, sent us lovely messages, talked to me on Twitter, which I love, so keep it coming. Uh, That's Jessica, we have John H, and we have John M, and we have Nick, Robin, Jess, Mary, Claudia, and Kevin. And we love you all. We love you. Happy New Year. Thank you. Happy New Year! Thanks. Happy New Sticky Year to everyone ridiculous. else as well, but especially Happy 2021. May you be vaccinated soon.
1: <laughs> um, a 2021 blessing. A 2021 yeah, special blessing. May all for your vaccines be in two doses. <laughs> May the vaccine be with you. Anyway. <laughs>
2: Lovejoy, actually. (laughs) Just before we start this episode, Polly brings us some news from Twitter. um, And none of us remembered to write down whose brilliant idea this was. So if it was yours, thank you very much.
0: Um, They had said, what a really good idea that it would be if uh, we had a drink recommendation for each episode and ideally a cocktail recipe. So I reckon our task over tier four our task and the listeners task is to design or to to think up some appropriately named and appropriately ingredients uh (laughs) lovejoy actually cocktails
2: uh, so they really
0: should they should include champagne we definitely need some that include champagne and we will then feature them at the beginning of every episode up until the end assuming that we'll do it we'll do
2: it in series six. Then we'll, we'll have do it, it for series six. six we'll be prepared
0: series 6 <laughs> we'll have a a cocktail of the moment to celebrate uh, the final series now, to celebrate yeah. the final series and uh, i think this is a good idea in lockdown that we all think of suitably named i think the first one should be called fleming's umbrella oh yes I agree with you. So, what with a little
1: be, cocktail in, what be a cocktail
0: umbrella? Well, a cocktail umbrella with a little cocktail umbrella, and this brings me to another point on the Twitter because I've been monitoring the Twitter that Nick Leonte, we, and when I say we, I mean I, have pissed off the lovely Nick who follows us on the Twitter and talks to us a lot uh, because he asked a question that I managed to uh, miss out when we interviewed Andy. He wanted to ask Andy about the Scotch on the Rocks umbrella and what what it was there for, oh. um, and uh, and we didn't. Well, we can go and Fleming's, Fleming's maybe, and maybe maybe so, so we'll need to we'll need to go. Yeah, well, I'm sure it, we're just lining up. I mean, some more some more interviews. But I'm very sorry, Nick, and I have apologised on the Twitter, and he did grudgingly accept our apology. <laughs> um, grudgingly, he thinks, he thinks it might be because we were sober, and it just meant we weren't thinking straight. I think at that and, 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 point, and, and I think he's right. Um, so
1: so welcome to Lovejoy, actually uh, a recap podcast about Lovejoy. We're
0: getting good at this now, aren't yeah. we? By the end of Series 6, because we're quite a way through Series 5 now, and in, we almost sound professional.
1: I'm Helen. I'm Em. I'm
0: po- oh. And I'm Paul. Damn it! <laughs> we're meant to do it in alphabetical order, and I'm just saying oh, sorry, t- talk too much. Sorry. No, 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 no. That's fine. Go on, start again. Let's do it in alphabetical order. I'm
1: Em. I'm Helen.
0: And I'm Paul. Hello.
1: And welcome, uh, welcome, welcome. So lovely to see you all, hear you all.
2: I was convinced I'd written down who bloody wrote this and directed it, and I haven't. Mike Ripley, who I don't
0: think has done any before. We're doing The Peking Gun. That is the the episode, which is episode... Yeah, series five, episode
1: nine. Sorry. Nine,
0: there you go, Helen's on the ball. Yeah, I was going to go episode... Because i have forgotten what it was. Did you have a summary for us?
1: So UKTV Play, yes, have summarised this uh, episode thusly. Light-hearted drama with that cove of the antiques market. <laughs> They're fond of cove. They've used. I mean, cove they've used before. cove before. They're just not even trying anymore. And they definitely said light-hearted drama before. I'm not sure I this mean, episode they, is that like. Well, it, I wouldn't say this episode was light-hearted. It was rather perilous, especially given the next sentence. So this is what they say the episode is about. Lovejoy finds a rare Chinese cannon and is soon caught up in a web of kidnapping and gang warfare light-hearted, light-hearted, (laughs) light-hearted, and
0: my first, I I obviously
1: read that summary, and I was like, oh my god, like, peril, peril alert. It's Mm. like
0: light-hearted and moderately racist, isn't it, this Mm. one? It
1: it is.
0: But did Did anybody anybody else write down, Burke walks back, it must Yeah, there's a different character, but that in itself is a little bit a little bit racist isn't it oh well no one will know because they all look the same we'll just get the one chinese actor from liverpool he's from liverpool by the way we'll just get him in to play another and there were and there
2: were several
0: hundreds chinese actors in this episode weren't there so couldn't they've just got one of them to do do it chinese actors but in the in one of the key roles they got the lad they've got only what Two series before it wasn't
1: even I that think long Bert ago. Burt Kwok has
2: just cornered the market. I mean, and Burt
1: Kwok is the only Chinese actor,
2: yeah, they end like... in England,
1: yeah. So, apart I mean... from
2: that, apart from that other guy, I will just say in 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 uh, the bbc's defence i feel like bert Kwok might just have a really really good agent because why was he in last of the summer wine for so long how did that even happen like that oh, is a good, good gig like for, for really your retirement good. to be in last of the summer wine that. so i think he's just got a really on it agent
1: and to also be <laughs> maybe maybe there is only... he is the only chinese actor and all the other hundreds in this episode there was a shortage. They actually had to import them from China. (laughs) Everyone came over on a plane. They didn't speak suitable English to play the role, perhaps.
2: But, yeah, and I
1: was wondering (laughs) if we'll have
2: some Chinese from you, Helen, today as our language expert...
1: I can only say one phrase in, uh, and it's Mandarin well we can get sure. into that discussion whether they're speaking Mandarin or Cantonese I've written
2: something down about that i sure you have as well <laughs> oh, but maybe maybe we should start with where they start because they don't start anywhere near a big city or China or anything because they start in a very English dark yeah, so this country is like,
1: forest this is like the subplot but it's a completely I mean we've had subplots before that are a bit thin like the sideboard
0: <laughs> yeah at least there's no bloody sideboard in this one but, I, mean, <laughs> I think we've had quite a lot of sideboard related subplots,
1: this but, does not involve a side, but it's very, very thin subplot. I mean, is there any substance to it? What is there any point to it whatsoever? Apart from it the kind of, that
0: I can't remember what the subplot even is until you've read my memory. The, it's
1: about the poacher,
0: Frank, oh, Frank Mossack. Is that a subplot? It's sort of a subplot. Well, I, well, think, I think it's it meant, meant to be the subplot because he becomes then crucial to the yes. actual
1: plot which yeah. is rather
0: nice so they yeah. did sort of join them together they yes did. it does i'd forgotten about that
1: so it starts off yeah in the woods by torchlight and beth and tink are there because gimbert has kind of employed them as poach patrol <laughs> on his estate <laughs>
0: that makes it sound quite cool it does poach patrol. It? It, it does Basically, like
1: a poor patrol that's yeah, my like poor You've I, just been watching too much Paw Patrol. Yeah. I've written Planet down Patrol. here,
2: Beth Beth isn't as deferent to Charlie as Eric was. Is deferent no. a word? Yeah. <laughs> isn't it just deferential? Deferent, Maybe it is that, yeah. Oh, okay. But Beth, when, when she, Charlie's sort of telling them what they should be doing and why poaching is a, a thing, even though it, obviously nobody cares about it because it's 1993,
0: um, Beth is just a bit sort of... I love Beth. She, she's just a bit... Cheeky to him, and he I just hates love it. her. She's great, she takes no shit and gives zero fucks. Mm. And I that I like that in a person, it
2: comes out a lot in this episode wonderful. between Beth and it does, and um, Where,
0: Gimbert for sure.
1: Whereas Gimbert's just continuing on his kind of like, I am now lord of the manor. He says something like, owning an estate like this comes with many responsibilities. He's all kind of like <laughs> lording it up,
0: but again, you find out the difference. Um, you find out the difference between him and uh, Lady Jane. And it's that he she was genuinely the lady of the manor and he's playing at it. So he's doing what he thinks he ought to be doing. Whereas it's all almost a bit of a ruse. The poacher says, oh, well, Lady Jane thought I was quaint. It yeah. was quaint having a poacher stalking around and just sort of, you know.
1: Also, like, 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 I'm
0: part, it's, it's like having a hermit in your garden,
1: you know. <laughs> yeah. also, as we all do. Um, it's, but I mean, because how serious an issue is like one old guy, you know, like, it's not like some hordes of poachers that require two people to see them off. It's like one old guy, Frank Mossett. Uh,
2: yeah, and Charlie's not selling his game or anything or having massive shooting parties. So well, anyway, but it doesn't matter because um, we, Frank Mossett, the poacher guy, is talking to Lovejoy just... Because Lovejoy's let him in to hide him from Charlie. And uh, at this point, I just became completely distracted because of him, McShane, in a dressing gown, which was really nice. I know, (laughs) it's
0: nice, isn't it? It's very lovely. Very nice. nice. Do you see why, as a slightly strange 12 year old yeah i definitely see the attraction yeah now I'm starting to blossom in my womanhood yeah we'll i mean way. i
2: think you've probably always had really good taste whereas i, I liked eric very very much <laughs> I, can't, I don't think i even saw this episode i was like oh he's gone now no
1: point watching it yeah no point now um <sighs> So yeah, so that's the lovely little poacher plot going on. But then I guess we move to like the more substantial main plot, which all revolves, basically all starts off with the stereotypical lovejoy device of a widow who has some things that she might want to sell to a get some money. A poor and
0: flustered widow, apparently. Mm. Although she didn't seem either of those things.
1: No. Penelope Dimmock. Penelope Dimmock.
2: She is a, a merry widow. I liked her a lot. Yeah. Charlie's she basically... on a date with her.
1: Charlie is on a date with her. She's been widowed for like three years. This isn't a recent thing, actually. So that's slight, slightly different because they tend to be freshly widowed, don't they? Freshly widowed! <laughs> 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 but yeah, so she she wants some money because she, she's not happy in the countryside. She wants to like be in the city where the action she is, is. She is bored AF. <laughs> she is. And she was, her husband, They were they were in Africa and her husband collected a lot of African objects i quite and... enjoyed this sort of gentle xenophobia of like which which bit of africa yeah africa you know, we just in africa oh, the continent <laughs> i know she never mentions what country they were in africa we were in africa africa oh,
2: <laughs> just man.
1: All all africa <laughs> africa
2: uh, well yeah and i think the reason i noticed it is because someone's pulled me up on it before so it, mm, it, it yeah it, it is something that we need to
1: be worried of yeah um, not do
2: that's a better way so, of so it. So,
1: so uh, so that basically Char- Charlie dispatches Lovejoy to uh, Penelope's house to check out this Africa collection. And uh, he does a really <laughs> hilarious fourth wall breakage. I think I actually laughed out loud where he says like, oh, you know, these gigs are usually a waste of time and money. But, you know, better go and check it out just in case. I was like, literally, that's 90% of your job. Yeah. 90% yes. of, of Lovejoy also, is going to widows' houses or someone's house to check out their stuff to see if it's worth anything.
0: Also, Charlie calls them minions. Yes. Which is just and so... he does, And Mrs. Yeah.
2: Dimmock says, oh, I love a man who has minions. She's not northern, I don't know, I'm doing that voice. I love a man e, who has I love minions. a good minion. She, Ooh, she had really good lines. She also said... She did. She, that She also described herself as an ageing party animal. And that's why yes. she hated being stuck I in prove. the country. So I looked it up, and the woman who played her, Susan Brown, who's also in Game of Thrones, um, was 47 when this was recorded. So I'm not quite there yet. So I was just double checking that I couldn't describe myself as an ageing party animal. She
1: the did. I mean, you, you, she wasn't meant to be old. I mean, you knew she was. She wasn't. She was
2: definitely wasn't. In I would have guessed that she was, was around she? Fi- I was, yeah. But I guess she was yeah, around 50. 50. Yeah. Sort of so
1: she wasn't meant to be like. A, she's not an elderly widow. She's just a, yeah. an older lady she's yeah, a merry widow they, they yeah. refer to her she they. definitely is so basically um they they're looking at the african collection and it's like you know, tinker tink- is massively inappropriate t- yeah he says the great the great days when the map was painted pink Talk he said yes. all this is a record of the british empire i'm like
0: mate all this is a record of the countries that it has come from like. yeah and then it and then it says he says that the shield can be verified by having Michael Kane's fingerprints <laughs> on it which is also you wanted to go dude it wasn't Michael Kane holding the shield in Zulu
2: I will say yeah. it's all by very... definition
0: <laughs> other side but then yeah. I think when
2: they come on to talking about well they talk about China which we'll come on to in a second but when they come on to talking about China they're talking about it as a place that actually was way more cultured and way more mm. sophisticated than the British Empire was at any point and it's quite into that kind of juxtaposition
0: is really interesting anyway it's I'll interesting. tell you what I did wonder just a bit of social commentary when Tink- Tinker says oh it's unfashionable to talk like this mm. and uh, Lovejoy says politically correct and yeah how new was the phrase because when did we all start you know, oh it's political definitely, in the, ni- definitely yeah. in the 90s definitely in the 90s it seemed very of around time, this time that, I, I would
1: say definitely and when people
2: say it now and they're like oh sorry I'm not very politically correct i just hear that as <laughs> i'm not very nice okay do you mean cool. you're a racist do you mean I you don't think before racist. you speak okay
1: cool i mean politically I I speak, correct but... let's see um the origin of it early use of the, of the term by leftists in the 1970s and 1980s was a self-critical satire um term mm. gave for, yeah it? basically night based in the 90s yeah
0: Everyone, yeah, it
1: was it was used in the seventies and eighties, but really in the nineties when it became.
0: I remember it being used. Why? I really remember was, it. I just yeah. associate it with "Have I got news for you?" For some reason, I don't know.
1: Yeah, why. that's probably where I first heard it yeah. because I used yeah, to watch it is. with my grandparents as like oh, a young
0: with Angus Deaton. With Angus Deaton, rails. Yeah, before he
1: had his little. Monument. Well, before we
2: knew he was off the rails.
1: I'm sure he was probably <laughs> off them already. Um, so basically, the the African stuff is only worth about a grand. And so they're like, oh, you know, whatever. And then Beth is like doodling. As we know, she's an artist. She's doodling some like Chinese oh, yes. characters going, oh, these are, these are really pretty, is it? And um, <laughs> she's copying them off this like flower pot. And it turns out this is the Peking gun of the title. The eponymous Peking gun, <laughs>
0: um,
1: which is a Ming dynasty canon. Bought in Madagascar by Mister Dimmock.
2: Mrs. Dimmock's having a G and T when she tells them that. That's the only thing I've written down about this scene. Gin and tonic.
1: And then of course, Lovejoy's like, "Oh, I know," because I think she yes. asked him because he's like, "Oh, I've, this is a Chinese," and she's like, "Oh yeah, the Peking gun. Oh, is that worth something?" He's like, <laughs> "Well," and he's like, "Oh," um. She's like, "Are you an expert in Chinese antiques?" He's like, "Well." I can find one. It's of course you can, Lovejoy. Of course you can. You Bit know of
2: unconscious all... bias from me here, where I assumed he was going to go and find a um, a professional man, but actually he just goes to speak to Charlotte in a Chinese
1: restaurant. <laughs> he does, yeah. But what's um... if, you, if you talk about it while you're eating Chinese food, then you know it sort of helps. <laughs> but
0: yet again. But she is
1: Yet another thing that Charlotte
0: knows. I mean, how old is she meant to be and how she's... I know she says, oh, she lived... Well, interestingly, they said, "Oh, she." you know, it turns out she speaks Chinese, but presumably Cantonese.
1: Yeah, because she's from... She's been in Hong Kong. Hong Kong. So this is what That's I said. Cantonese. Because, I, I, yeah, so I, I've put here, they're having dim sum, which looked very nice. You did. Um, mm. And I was like, I put, she speaks Chinese, of course. Then I <laughs> put, from Hong Kong, Cantonese. Cause, yeah, yeah, just, I
0: wrote almost the same thing. Yeah,
1: yeah, so like 'cause they so she speaks Chinese because she's been in Hong Kong, so you'd presume it's Cantonese, but then I suppose yeah. we don't really know where these um the other Chinese people in the episode are from. Maybe they're all from Hong Kong. They're all Cantonese.
0: Because Mandarin is the more commonly spoken, isn't it? Because Mandarin's the most yeah. spoken language in the world. Don't they have to be from Hong Kong yeah. for them to be
2: able to be easily in London in 1990s, Well, early I
1: think um, I mean, probably, yeah. Because they were British, so they were just able yeah. to kind of come. And that's why a lot of our Chinese food is Cantonese.
0: Because yeah, that's yeah, where they
1: came so. from. So actually, it may be But we think they're speaking Cantonese, but we don't know. Do you two want and to we,
2: speak some Chinese at me? Because I'm sure you both can.
1: I can say something in Mandarin, but I don't know how well I can say it.
2: <laughs> what should is I, it? Try, should I
1: try? Is it better? No? It's, it's correct. Okay. <laughs> What's that? I'm English ah i think it's
2: like an excuse and an explanation all in one
0: (laughs) all i can say is ni hao yeah i was gonna say i can say ni hao. i can say ni ni hao and um sorry is shu. i think i thought Mm. i could say something
2: else but i can't remember what it is Mm. and now i think it might not even be chinese so i'm not gonna do it
1: anyway but um but see, charlotte actually knows quite a lot so she gives this whole explanation and then she's like oh so you're like, oh, she knows this stuff. And then she's like, I have to find you a proper expert. It's like, but you just I mean, you know quite yeah. a lot. So she explains so I don't, and I presume these people are real, but as usual, zero research. So And there she was says this, she might know buyer, or is she sort of
2: saying this expert might be the buyer?
1: No, she says this is where she, so she knows a family, the Changs, yes. who might want to buy it. And she also knows Professor Chennery. Chennery? Chennery. Who, who Chennery isn't chin, real
0: because we see him, we meet him.
1: Yeah. Who she who is the expert. But she talks about, so, and I presume these people are real, um, so Grand Eunuch Cheng Ho um, was this <laughs> yes. very well-known Chinese naval explorer. So he explored the world in the 15th century, and he's like some kind of demigod in China. Mm. Eunuch's and so, just
0: an honorary title. So I looked it up and I couldn't, there is a, yeah, there is a Cheng, Cheng Ho, C-H-E-N-G Ho, what were the dates that she said? Fifteenth century. Yeah, you see, mm, so he was he was fourteenth century, but he was an early explorer. Yes. Yeah. So maybe they and just explored the Indian Ocean, which again makes sense with Madagascar. Mm. So he was real.
1: Yeah. Was real. And it, so it's during the Emperor Young Mo. So she knows, and so it's got this yeah. imperial mark on the gun. So basically, she knows a bit about it, and they they th- they say that it was a gun that they would have taken on their travels, not. To fire, but as like a sort of a, it's more like an ornamental gun to give to the natives of whatever countries they went to to sort of say, because look, a
0: gift, I guess. a gift, mm, or peace like of, hi- peace offering, almost. Yeah,
1: or... it wasn't like a an actual weapon. Um. So yeah, I just put here. I assume this is all true.
0: <laughs> yeah. No. 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 <laughs> it, it, sounded, it, it's it sounded. It's
1: all plausible. It sounded real. Um. But then, um. Obviously, the waiter is overhearing their conversation. And as always in in uh, Lovejoy, you know, when someone speaks another language, we don't have a clue what they're saying. There's no such thing as subtitles mm, in Lovejoy nope. ever. He just goes so up to the phone and so so literally all you hear is blah 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 blah. Lovejoy,
2: <laughs> oh, he's told somebody all about the well, what's he's told everybody? He's told whoever's on the other end of the and phone the same, about the gun. That's what I'm trying to say. One thing yeah.
0: that I did like about this episode is it sort of kept us guessing because I wrote here, oh, waiter is a bad guy but we i spent the whole thing we, we ended up with quite a few characters and you couldn't quite tell who was on whose side yes and there weren't good. obvious goodies and baddies and it, it was quite it was quite quite intricate but not intricate as in an implausible plot like we normally get it's normally unnecessarily intricate and you get confused this wasn't confusing it was deliberately
1: it was good it was good it really was well I, I yeah it was it was a good story like it it was a good pace like it kept you guessing
0: yeah
1: um and then we go back so <laughs> I love this bit. we get back to charlie who's like in like a oh, white yeah. tux for his next date with Penelope. He's so well
2: dressed, and very smart. He's a because yeah, he's going a, to a club in Ipswich. Because that's what you—that's t- totally what I'd wear called, if I was going to a call, club in Ipswich. Oh, on, Inferno!
1: Helen.
2: Right, it made me think of Infernos in Clapham. <laughs> in Clapham, that yeah. beautiful yeah. establishment. That very classy. Can you imagine? And the way Beth reacted to him—he actually asked her, "Like, am I too overdressed for this club?" And the way she reacted made me think it's, it's like gonna be like, she's in there she's been
0: there
2: can I just say once i got uh, trapped in infernos in clapham and thought i could see the exit and barreled towards the exit in almost panic because i was so hot and stressed uh, and it was just a mirror and i walked into myself oh. that's my abiding
1: memory of being oh impressed. it's just a, yeah I feel, I feel like inferno and ipswich is going to be the same mm. so bless him he's kind of you know, living the high life. He'll, with Mrs. he'll Dirk. fit
2: fit right in. So they've gone back there to try and get. Are they going to pick up the? I can't remember, but they've no, gone back there to go some back the to like I think yeah. just to
1: ta- and to tell Penelope, all you know, about. They take
0: photos, don't they? Because it's the of, photos they? that they then take to London to, to some, see two
1: people in London. Yeah, they go is, to
0: some sort of shit-looking
1: university. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, that's so good. It's an I, and, got that's I got very excited. <laughs> I got very excited. I got so excited too. So we should probably explain. So I just got very excited um, because they were in central London, and I haven't been. Oh yeah, we haven't been for so so long. So long at this point, I was like, I miss it. I haven't seen these places in real life for like months and months. Um, But yeah, they go to UCL, which always
2: puts me in mind of Huddersfield Train Station. So
1: so does the
2: British Museum. I mean, they're virtually
1: the same thing. I I think think it's probably the the same
0: architect. And the naked statues. I quite right like <laughs> that they got the naked. Yeah, Harold in? Was, The it Harold was Wilson statue in
2: Huddersfield isn't naked. I just like. To it's point not. Out. It's not
0: the same. No. Also, so they go and see the expert. Professor I did a Chenery, or whatever he's That called.
2: Professor Chenery, which is possibly why I didn't write his name down at any point. I just assumed he
0: would be Chinese, but I, he wasn't. Was he? No. He no, was no. He was a
2: typical sort of British professor. academic. Yeah. He
0: was very British, white, male, and sort of on the older side. Mm. As well as everything you would want in an academic,
1: <laughs> <laughs> not an evil academic this time. No, he's not. An not evil he's not evil, well, but I think he's, he's on a the fence. Shady, isn't he? Actually? Yeah. yeah, yeah, He's hmm. not as
2: bad as the historians in Wales, uh, which I feel like there were Some, parallels. but they weren't. <laughs> they
0: weren't proper academics, though. They were charlatans. I tell yeah, you. Yeah, they were young academics. Anyway, has the UK TV play summary ever used the word charlatan? Because it should do. It should. It should about Lovejoy.
2: Yeah, he's not a charlatan, though, is he?
0: He's
2: not a either. Well, no, he's not a curve. You're quite right. Anyway, sorry, I digress. Go on.
1: Um, So, this is where he explains about what the gun was probably for. And then he starts to talk about tongs, not not curling tongs.
2: Or barbecue tongs. Or barbecue tongs, but secret Chinese
1: secret societies. Again, no idea if that's a real thing. It kind of sounded. Again, we know that there are Chinese secret societies. There are Chinese
0: secret societies. I couldn't find a reference to that particular it,
1: one. It's quite funny because he was said like, "Oh, yeah, there's these tongs, um, like which are like China, which are secret societies," and then extremely quickly he was like, "They're not all gangs, you know. They're not all gangs." It was like as if he was
2: like, <laughs> as if when they handed the script in, they were like, "You should probably put in an extra bit here to say that they're not." But they're not
1: gangs. They're not all gangs. No, they're not, they're not, not gangs. gangs. And so, like if this...
0: you. If you type uh, Tong's Chinese, you just get lots and lots of Chinese restaurants called Tong's. There are, however, in the US, and it reckons that they started in the US... Um, an organisation of secret societies or sworn brotherhoods, and they are known as tongs, but they're tied to criminal activities. Oh,
2: I was about to say, so it's like the WI, but for the
0: Chinese, but no, actually but, it's, but, it's not. Like no. the WI, but for crime syndicates. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly, that is exactly what it is. Like brownies, um, but for... <laughs> like, like, yeah, exactly. So it says... Um, da, 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 an organisation founded amongst Chinese immigrants in the United States... Um, mm. uh, with smaller numbers in Canada and Australia and, so, and maybe, um, the, UK, maybe but the UK probably not because it sounds like be if they would organised to do this well this is the thing I wondered if they'd picked on <laughs> but also picked on something that wasn't going to be too contentious people mm. yeah. would piss off the wrong people so I mean Lovejoy does this quite a lot doesn't it, it picks on something real and then has a spurious connection to it like the Druids like the Druids, um, but it says um, today, Tongs are for the most part members of the Chinese Consol- consolidated benevolent associations, which are pro uh, Kuomintang traditional groups. So it's like the Rotary yeah. Club. Yeah, it's so basically a bit more like, like the Rotary Club. Club with a bit of with a bit of crime thrown in. Excellent. The Masons, no. So, but it is a secret society, <laughs> yeah. and then it mentions <laughs> it uh, probably mentions probably
1: a better yeah. analogy.
0: It then mentions the most notable tongs, none of which are based in East Anglia or London. The most notable tongs are Bing Kong Tong in California, Hip Sing Tong, which is in New York, On Long Tong, which is in New York, Sui Sing Tong in California and Hop Sing Tong. So there's a Hip Song Tong and a Hop Sing Tong. You, you only get can your totally, tongue
1: you, to make you? you can you, can t- you don't want to get tongue. No. It's all got a bit hosing tongue. <laughs> it's all got it's all gone a bit wrong tongue. It's <laughs> all got a bit wrong tongue. It's all gone wrong
0: tongue. Okay, um, um I so, read that. That was me reading directly from
1: the internet. Which is therefore 100 percent true. So basically, it must be. Professor Teneri says, you know, if we can prove that this gun was one that was on Chenko's ship, because he's very notable and that it was taken to Madagascar that would mean it was worth something that's that's the value that could be quite valuable um but he also gives him this weird warning he's like be careful though don't tread on people's feelings and this is a really kind of
2: undercurrent through the whole episode that Mm. i just didn't i felt like this is something that i'm not understanding about culture or about respect well
1: it was all about face so you know, mm, like the concept yes. of face is very important in well Chinese culture, and, Chinese and
0: uh, Japanese, and in those. So I've ca- just read a really good book that everyone should read called um, "The Culture Map," and oh. it talks about different cultures and the idea of um, honor and and saving face and, mm. and well, maybe and if I read that, I wouldn't have been
2: so wrong-footed by this the rest of the so, episode. tongue footed tongue footed yeah. <laughs> Because at, at this at this point, I just didn't really know what was happening. Because then he gets on the phone in a panic.
1: But yeah, because so the whole point is that, you know, that they, they wouldn't be, want to be seen to lose face mm. against someone. But, but at this point, he doesn't... That's not particularly mentioned here. He just says, don't tread on people's feelings, which at this point is a really weird comment because we're like, what are you talking about? And they don't say... Like, Lovejoy and Charlotte who've gone to see him, don't say, what do you mean? They just go, oh, okay, and walk off. Yeah, away. yeah. And then, like, yeah, again, he gets immediately on the phone in Chinese. Again, we don't know, we presumably counting, we don't know, uh, to tell someone, but we don't have any clue what, he doesn't go like, blah, 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 Lovejoy, or blah, 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 you know. So we know yeah. no idea what he's saying. But yes, he's immediately on the phone as well. So again, you know, this gun is obviously something that people need to know about. And then um, they go to see the buyers that Charlotte mentioned, the Changs. Oh my god. The Chinese. He,
0: he is such How is she friends with these people? Because he isn't. An well, Angela seems quite nice. So yeah, she's so nice. it's Angela and
2: Philip Chang, their brother and sister. And Charlotte knows Angela really, and they Did call we know her
1: Lottie. Are
0: they husband and wife? I, I, I thought they, they were brother and sister. I don't know why I thought they were brother and sister. I thought they were husband and wife, given that I thing. think
1: they're married.
2: I am, I I was absolutely convinced they were. I've written, they go to see Angela and her bro, Philip. They like new things, no, not married. old things.
1: Uh, sorry. Well, he, I wasn't he paying any kind I of attention. Then, I mean, I don't know. Maybe it was mentioned that they were siblings and I just missed that. He, but,
0: he is, either way, he is so, so dislikable.
1: I think I probably, maybe I just thought they can't possibly be
2: married because nobody would marry this man. Because he's awful, <laughs> he's really awful. He's, he's like everything great. that's awful about the nineties. Like he only cares about money. He's, he only cares about the future. He only cares about new things. He's, he's a Chinese yuppie, you know. yuppie. Yeah, he's <laughs> just Chinese a yuppie. yuppie,
1: and it's really weird because like he goes on about yeah, like as you said, um, they don't like old stuff; they just like new stuff. And he's showing off his like laptop and like. He's and just yeah, trying
2: to say, look, I've got this this beautiful antique. It's part of your heritage, and they and he says, oh, it belonged to this. Um, I've forgotten the name of the guy now. It belonged to this really important person. And they're just, you know, Philip's like, well, I don't know who that is, so I don't really care.
1: But the weird thing is, like, why did Charlotte think that these people would want to buy it? Yeah. Well, it turns out he did. It turns out he does. But at this point, you know, like, on the surface, like, he's like, only like new shiny things. And
2: Philip says to Lovejoy, you only
1: have a heart for the past.
2: And Lovejoy says, well, at least I've got one. Oh, I I know.
0: know Yeah, because
1: he is a bit of a cock this minute. He
0: was awful. He was horrible. I think um, Charlotte was spot on because I think the the wife suggested that she did actually have more taste, and they are obviously very cultured people, and they obviously people who recognise. I guess, nice little precious things. It so was maybe... nice, like, house or flat or whatever it was. It's exactly. It's on the Bishop's Avenue, I believe. Oh, well done. I was wondering where it was. Well done, Polly. Yeah. I
1: was thinking it was probably it somewhere was. in that vicinity. Mm. That's Chelsea, isn't it?
0: No, Bishop's Avenue is uh, Hampstead, which makes oh, sense. Oh, okay. Given where they then... Given what happens next it, believe, when yeah. Charlotte says...
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so basically... So they're all very pally. They're, they're, they're all very pally, like Charlotte and Angela are gossiping. Philip's calling Charlotte Charlotte Lottie. It's all very jolly, and then they go to leave. Lovejoy looks
0: so bored. Yeah, he and, couldn't uh, be more
1: bored, could he? And Philip calls one of the, their drivers to take them to the station. Presu- well, let's get on to the station bit in a minute. Um, I won't talk about it now. And, um, and basically, one of the one of the, their like servants. Basically, they've got these like staff. Um, has been overhearing the conversation, goes down, lamps the driver, and like mm, drives. Assumes them, his place. to be the driver. Yeah. And so is, I got
0: very confused. I couldn't. I couldn't work out at this point if that was something that Philip had set up or something somebody else somewhere else had I said. I think yeah. it was
1: just the driver overhearing, and I don't think yeah. Philip had necessarily at this point. No. Um, Basically,
2: it's somebody else, just like the guy yeah. in the restaurant and the professor who's gone. There's this gun. And I know who w- w- really wants this, so I need to make sure that this person gets
1: it. So they're in the taxi. They were and... rather loose in the taxi.
0: Oh, they were. They were very... man. He was man-spreading.
1: And this is where, like, I mean, the peril is, like, ramping up. And from this point, the peril kind of goes up and it stays. It's peril like
0: alert, peril peril alert, peril alert,
1: That away. almost worked. <laughs> um... But yeah, and actually, I mean, yeah, they are very loose. And actually, Lovejoy goes to kiss Charlotte, and she's just like, I mean, she's she doesn't reciprocate, but she's also not bothered at all that he. Well, did she's kind of
2: she's like, come here, I need to tell you something. I I need to tell you that this car is going in the wrong fucking direction. We are in the middle of town. We are nowhere near yeah. the train station that we're supposed to be going to. Although, surely, is this what you were going to say, Helen? Surely, they would have had to drive through town
0: to get to the train station that they need to no. go to. No, They're not the not that wrong far train station later on they were at the wrong train station because they never got to the train station they were meant to be going to liverpool street so they would have gone from the bishops <laughs> avenue they would have just I'm sure sort of our listeners gone... love it when we do this by the way <laughs> they would have gone south but they would have then started to go east yeah. before they got to central london so that's why i thought that's why i narrowed it down and then i went back and had a look and then i went on google earth i'm not kidding it is on the bishop's avenue <laughs> anyway that's very sad I mean, but at um, the end of the street but we'll I mean, when, they, when we but get
1: there where we actually see them eventually when they get to the station is euston but that's yeah. not where you get the train, oh, but again... Was, no.
0: I thought it was... Um, how crazy... No, it was, was Euston, and they'd actively said Liverpool Street. Did yeah. so they, yeah, they actually say that?
2: Yeah, said I, I completely fell Street. for the Liverpool Street
0: thing. And as somebody who's been at Liverpool in Liverpool Street
2: in the early hours of the morning, uh, hundreds of no, times, I really, really... Obviously, when I've been there, I haven't been paying full attention. No, it was uh, definitely Euston. It was
1: Euston. But, um, yeah. but anyway, so they, they don't make it to Liverpool Street. They end up in the middle of town. They end up in Chinatown
0: which is far too far south. I the quite enjoyed Street the bit
1: where did. Charlotte
2: said, she sort of got off to and she went, something is wrong at the lights, just do a bunk from the taxi. And I was like, oh, that's nice. That's quite a, I haven't heard anyone say that for ages, uh, but they're locked in the car. But the, the doors car. are shut, which they is child like not a taxi.
1: I mean, it's not like doing a bunk because I mean, it was, a, you know, but yeah, the know
2: child you child locks are kind yes, of. Yes, they're, they're, they're not, they're not, they're not doing they? a bunk. They are escaping. Yeah, <laughs> sorry.
1: Um but yeah and then Charlotte tries to speak to the driver, obviously because she speaks presumably Cantonese. Cantonese, question mark. Yeah. Um and he just ignores the Fortunately
0: ke- he's also from the correct bit of China.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so he was here he speeds off. And then Philip Chang discovers you know, he discovers the fact that his driver's been lamped once, so he then knows okay, something's going on here. Um But I think something is wrong. My
0: driver is lying on the and floor. And then all I've
1: written is loads of talking chinese with no clue what they're saying
0: yeah there was
2: tons of it at this point so like at this
1: point i think philip starts to talk to i guess his other staff and they're like yeah no idea what's going on and then so they get taken to this restaurant in chinatown that i've joined charlotte where we meet burt Kwok, who i've written the only chinese actor
0: i've written but suddenly burt quok Kw- is rather implausibly representing a chinese secret society wanting to preserve the past
2: all yeah. I've written is, here is Bert Kwok, smiley face, brackets, Ying. His name's Ying, oh, Yeah, his right? name's
1: Ying in this, and he has a restaurant. Yeah. Hmm. um And he represents, basically it's like, he describes it, his sort of society as like, basically like um a guild, isn't it? It's like yeah. a London, like a, an iron workers' guild. So they would have yeah. made the guns, the actual guns back in the The trouble guy. is,
0: all I could think of from this point was the whole uh, Terry Pratchett and the thieves' guild and the <laughs> assassins' guild and just all the bad guilds. <laughs>
1: and he wants he wants to buy the gun because he wants to preserve the past so at this and, bit and like, why well, yeah, i
2: mean don't they just sell it to him
1: because philip didn't because just, want just, it so because they just he just threatened them they're like no we're not going to sell it to you how can I you just sell it to from? him i'd be no, like
2: thanks thanks for the threatening uh you can have the gun buy
1: <laughs> cuz that's right cuz he says i want the gun and they're like well we'll let you but know he's going to buy it, it. he's
2: not saying like uh, you know give me the gun or i won't let you go he's like i want to buy it i've had to bring you here to i don't know this, this is and just how i do business we don't really but know they... why
1: he does it because after that he keeps saying oh, i'm really sorry that i had to do that i'm really sorry. he's very polite so why, he's very, why very polite he just like say to them in a normal way he offers way?
0: them a drink doesn't he? he offers them like a cup of tea or something why doesn't he just
1: phone them or write to them and say oh i really want to buy this gun yeah it's very we don't really know why he does the kidnapping thing they're Other then
0: rescued, It makes makes better telly. They, uh, he knew it was being filmed and was going to be like shown on BBC <laughs> at 10 past 8 on a Sunday night. Um, I have now written, because then they're sort of rescued by there's a bit of a kerfuffle upstairs, and I've written, uh, is this maybe a little bit racist? Chinatown is apparently overrun with rival gangs all in suits. They were <laughs> all in suits, but
2: this was, in suits.
0: this was Philip's gang coming
2: to beat up Ying's gang. Yeah, but I do I like my gang's nicely dressed.
1: This, I didn't understand that at this point, but yes. That I think is that's what the is. only bit I understood from this yeah. point onwards. Because so my main
2: bit was like, just sell him the freaking gun. He wants the so gun. So Philip
1: Chang and Ying are like rivals. So Philip's gang turns up and is like, no, you can't buy the gun. We want the gun. And while this kerfuffle's going on upstairs in the restaurant, Lovejoy and Charlotte <laughs> oh, in the basement. This is so like, cool. She's like, oh, I know, <laughs> I know these people.
2: I I know that every Chinese restaurant has got a fire exit. Well, no shit. Like yeah. every restaurant's every got fire exit. Got a fire. <laughs> so like they've got these,
1: like beautiful like you know Chinese like paper screens up, in the which like, you
2: know, can just fold up and move. And just it's it smashes, smashes through the paper. <laughs> They're not even
1: heavy, Charlotte. I was like. I wrote, why doesn't she just move the screen rather than smashing through it? I know it's meant to be dramatic, but Can I just quicker. say, Frank, <laughs>
0: quicker. Frank hated this bit because Frank just said, oh, well, every restaurant has a fire exit, but apparently the Chinese just don't respect fire safety enough not to block theirs. <laughs> well, with the a paper say? screen. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I have written, I will never
2: think of Chinese restaurants in the same way again.
0: I are you going to start like hacking through a screen? I'm going to be like, oh, most of
2: the exits are always covered up with a paper screen. Anyway, we're all going to be
1: looking next time. In and, fact, then, I, I, no. and then, no, then they go. end up at Euston, and they end up at Euston, but it should be Liverpool Street. I put, yep. Which is why I said this thing. And then I and I put like I feel like we should explain to like anyone that's not from London that Londoners are obsessed with <laughs> transport.
2: In case you couldn't tell. Yeah.
1: Like, we, we, we just like to talk about, like if you go somewhere, like, if you go to a party or someone else's house, like, a, com- a topic conversation here? is, how did you get there? Yeah. Like, that, and which train did you get? And was it better to get this train? How are you going to get home? And how are you going to get home? Yeah, we, we yeah. discuss, it's a very common... I'm obsessed with
2: going to Polly's via the Thameslink, which nobody else ever wants to do, <laughs> because it's on the tube. But I just like the idea of getting the train. Anyway, I digress. Also, um, I've got a new drink, uh, Polly. This is in honor yes. of you.
0: Ooh, uh, a, passion, oh, passion, passion star, martini. Mar- porn passion star, martini
1: must be like trademarked because they always, whenever you buy it, and, I think it's just so they so don't want to move. use the word porn. <laughs> Good point. Porn. Anyway, passion star, passion star, porn, passion. I mean, you know, um, oh, god, that's strong. So, yeah, so basically, they do get to. Euston slash Liverpool Street. Eventually, they that's where they escape to. But I presume by this point, all this kerfuffle, they've missed the last train. They have to spend the night there, which looked awful. Um, Oh come on, it's
2: quite nice when you get stuck at the no.
1: Just me. No, No, it's not. No, that looks. I once
2: got stuck at Guildford all night with somebody. It's a long time ago. But it was one oh, of the best that's... nights of my life. I remember it so clearly because we were like, oh, shit, we are genuinely stuck. We are literally stuck. We're stuck here till whenever the first train was, like quarter to six or something in the morning.
1: Anyway. So that's what they do. and So they head, they head home. But it's really confusing because, like, they, you know, they're at the station. They presumably get on the first train, which, as you say, am um, is probably about five, six in the morning yeah. at the earliest. And then Lovejoy gets back to his thing. And it's still quite dark when it gets I, home. I
0: also thought that that did not make sense the I timeline mean,
1: was a bit weird I guess it could have been mm. winter it I could have been winter, really it was cold. winter it didn't it look winter cold. and they just
0: got an early train no from how they were dressed it wasn't that cold
1: yeah. yeah. maybe it's
0: maybe it's like a particularly balmy spring yeah, yeah.
1: anyway so they were, so he gets home and he finds well I didn't realise who it was so I just put he finds a Chinese guy skulking outside then driving off so he gets and home it's the... and oh sorry go on but it is the waiter Simon, Simon. I think his name is from the yeah. Chinese restaurant
0: yeah. And then they both find meat cleavers have been embedded in their belongings. Well, no, Lovejoy nice. Love no, doesn't, doesn't have a meat cleaver. Well, Lovejoy doesn't. Oh, that's and Charlotte, Charlotte
2: does. does. Which I... Actually, having said that, I didn't understand what was going on. I did understand at this point that Simon wasn't associated with the meat cleaver levers.
1: <laughs> meat cleaver leavers. <laughs> because, like, because one wasn't left at Lovejoy's. Because otherwise
2: the... you would leave one at every place wouldn't you but they only left one at charlotte's we learn and then later on we find out that they've it's left quite somewhere an expensive
0: else. calling card a meat cleaver yeah, I mean, it's, it's a, a bit of a flex, them at multiple it? addresses. like a bit yeah. of a showing off like i can afford to leave my yeah, fancy but, cleaver i mean you've got, got to door. walk around with a lot of meat cleavers if you're going to different <laughs> i mean it's there's a lot of peril involved just purely in that act of
1: you know, mm. so um this is where we find out so simon is like one of mr ying's but quok's men so he's mm. told that's that's how ying found out is that mm. um uh simon called him so that we find out all this because simon kind of confesses and he's not really a baddie he's just you know knows yeah. this, knows that ying would want to buy it basically yeah. and then he tells them that the cleaver like is a sign a tong sign but he didn't leave it there so charlotte's had this cleaver and um, so then now at this point they're like okay okay fine we do need to take these people seriously like let's just sell it to them let's sell it to them for yeah. 12 grand Fuck this shit, basically yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. this shit, it's not worth
0: it let's just and they're going to get money for it yeah, yeah. we're always going to sell it let's
1: just sell it to them so they basically arrange you know they're going to sell it to ying that night 12 grand cash at the restaurant the restaurant local to them not his not ying's restaurant the simon's mm. restaurant um, yes because
2: apparently chinese people only live in restaurants Oh, can only do business in restaurants. So it's just yeah. a lot of restaurants happening. I think it's just
1: a public place, isn't it? Yeah. Because, like, again, they don't want any funny business. And then... So they've arranged that. And then Chang turns up. Philip Chang, disgusting, horrible man, looking for Lovejoy, because now he wants the canon. And at this point, I'm like, why are you suddenly interested in it? Yeah.
2: Mm. This it was, was a little like, bit tenuous, to be honest. But, but it was like, the, the basis of the whole of the rest of the programme.
1: It's the thing about rivalry, isn't it? There's obviously rivalry between Ying and Chang... And he's found out that Ying wants it, therefore he now wants it. Because he's got. Mm. He, yeah.
0: Imagine having that amount of money that you could buy something just to spite somebody else. Yeah, man. Yeah. Something that expensive. And it's because kind they, of. They do
1: it, genuinely want it as well, don't they, though? It's not. It, well, Ying, I think he Ying genuinely, want, want he, he Ying genuinely it. wants yeah, it. Ying, that's, that's, f- that's true. Chang, No, no. He's just. But he has got oodles of cash. Well, because Angela even says, doesn't she? Like. Um, because when Lovejoy first, when they first go to the Changs and Lovejoy said, like, "Oh, it's worth you can have it for ten grand," and um, who is it, Angela or I can't remember if it's Angela. I think Angela says, "You know, if you told him it was worth a million, then, then he, he wanted might it. it." Yeah, just, yeah. It's all about like yeah, it's all about cash.
0: it's all
2: about power and wealth yeah. and all of that. F- Philip Chang sort of represents the new.
0: And Ying represents Birkwock. The old. old. Ying represents... It it makes sense for him, for Lovejoy, to sell it to Ying because Ying has already talked about, aside from the fact that he thinks he's been threatened with a meat cleaver, but... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that small fact aside, which turns out to be untrue, um, Ying has talked about preserving the past, whereas he's told Chang. Lovejoy has said to Chang, "Well, you haven't got a heart." Yeah, you know, yeah, he, yeah. he despises everything yeah. that Chang is. He broadly supports everything that Philip is. Uh, that um, sorry, that Ying is. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. Definitely, it's definitely the old versus new. So basically, so Chang turns up wanting to buy the cannon, but Lovejoy's not there because I guess he's making the deal with Ying, as in you know arranging that. So, um, but Charlie is there. So, Charlie thinks he's helping out because obviously, Charlie knows all about the gun because it's his lady friend whose gun um, it is. So, he thinks he's actually helping Lovejoy out when Chang turns up saying, Yeah, I want to buy it. Charlie's like, Cool, you can buy it. No problem. I mean,
0: Charlie Charlie actually thinks he's cutting Lovejoy out and can it's getting a good deal. deal. Yeah, yeah, because he and it, which is really nasty. And also, I'm sorry, he's in Lovejoy's showroom. He has absolutely yeah. no right to go. Yeah, I'll just sort that out for you.
1: Why he thinks this is a good idea, anyway? I don't know. But basically, Beth is there. Luckily, so basically, so Charlie does actually sell it to Chang. Chan gives him a check for ten grand because that's obviously what Lovejoy yeah. said it was worth. But Beth is there and she's quite smart. She senses something's not quite right. Oh,
0: she's great. She doesn't even she's know brilliant. how,
1: but she just does. She says always, oh,
0: "Well, it's like when she went and hid in the pub that time when she raced over and told the landlord and then just hid behind the counter, the bar in the pub." Yeah, yeah. she just she just I kind
2: of her. knows that. Well, she she actually says, doesn't she? She knows that Lovejoy had already decided to sell it yeah. to Ying and then they said Burke um and so for her it's like a little bit of unfairness of like but the deal's yeah. already been made so you can't why are you doing this you can't do it so she rings Tinker and says just hide the gun get
1: rid of it whatever By the way, can
0: I just point out they're always hiding guns they've hidden your gun before <laughs> yeah they're, big they're hiding large
1: guns like Lo- hiding gets hidden and a bit like the last one so because the, the gun is still at Penelope's house and Tink is there for some reason not quite sure why he's there to be honest um, maybe guarding it like Eric was in the <laughs> previous yeah. um, and he that tries to well. he tries to lift it the typical tink of like oh it might give myself a hernia so <laughs> he he looks around and throws like a, a lion skin, skin ro- from yeah. the Africa collection um, <laughs> over it, which is quite funny. Um, yeah why the whole collections in the garden
2: is absolutely beyond me but... So basically
1: Chang doesn't get so uh, Chang gives Chai the check but because they don't know where the gun is at this exact point. Mm. He doesn't um, get the gun. He doesn't, Chang doesn't actually have the gun. So they still have the gun and they have the check from Chang at this point. And, and then Lovejoy and Charlotte eating eating fish and chips. Oh, mm. lovely fish and it chips. It made me really friend. want fish and chips. They do me this too. a lot.
0: My One of my favourite, it's one of my favourite bits of season six. Oh my God. When he God. explains about fish and chips oh. being a fine meal. That- Although that did seem slightly anachronistic in the way in that she's obviously in that episode she makes out as though she's never had fish and chips with him before, and oh my god, this is what you call having, you know, eating at fish, going to a fish restaurant, and she clearly has had fish and chips before. Yeah. Yeah. Just wondering through With, with
1: Lovejoy on With Lovejoy, I mean, mm. you
0: know, exactly, so. Um,
1: and but. they're discussing the whole thing, and Charlotte's like, look, I don't think we should give in to these people, like, just because they stuck a cleaver in my thing, why should we sell it to them? And Lovejoy's like, look, come on. It's like, not worth why it. Do you, yeah. <laughs> why would we mess with them? Like, it doesn't matter, we're going to get the money, why do we care? And then there, there are some sort of shady, tong people and we're not really sure I, I, don't know which, I don't know which side they're from but no. they're yeah following them and this is where they, all, all we hear this time they're again on the phone in speaking cantonese going blah 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 fish and chips so, <laughs> <Yeah>. that's <laughs> just helpful. reporting it's like, yes we know we know that we, we, we know we can so see so basically, them, again yeah. we have no idea what they're saying or why they're there but yeah they're, they're sort of following them i guess just to make sure that they don't do anything Mm. You know, weird. And
2: then, so then they go back to the workshop and find out about Charlie's sort of deal that he's done. And Charlotte calls Charlie a complete idiot for selling the gun to Philip Chang. But to be yeah. fair, right, and I know that Charlie was trying to do one over on Lovejoy, but he didn't know about the cleaver but don't, incident but you didn't
0: bother to find out exactly. he should have said he know he knew that he must have known lovejoy had gone I to know. london oh you know to i've warmed some you know i've
2: warmed skin but
1: this series oh, no. my, this he must so have stupid. realized he,
0: he should at least have checked that lovejoy hadn't already sold <laughs> yeah. it to someone else he knows,
1: lovejoy has already sold it like he doesn't... you know
0: meat cleaver or no meat cleaver <laughs> so yeah like
1: lovejoy does get a bit scary with the cleaver at this point he like waves it around to say look mm. like this is why we're... This not, is serious, you know, Oh, he threatens him, doesn't he? Yeah.
0: Doesn't he, he says,
2: yeah. He says, tear up that cheque and wiggles his cleaver at him.
1: And to be fair... <laughs> yeah, and what, cleaver and what, f- wiggle. And, what, and what's quite hilarious is, like, the, the pain... Because they managed to persuade Gimba, obviously, with the cleaver... They're like, look, we can't sell it to Chang. We need to sell it to this guy with the cleaver. Come on. And so Charlie does tear up the cheque, but, like, the pain that it causes him to tear <laughs> oh, up the yeah, cheque. very funny. Like... <laughs> He's so pained, bless him. So yeah, so they so that's happened. But then, obviously, I'm like, okay, that's fine. You but Chang still thinks that it is his. Like, so they tear yeah, up the yeah. check, but they don't tell Chang. I'm like, this is an error. Now, like terribly sorry, it had already been sold. Chang Mm. thinks it's his, and obviously Ying thinks it's his. I'm like, this is gonna.
0: I did find this most unsatisfactory, right to the end. In fact, I thought, well, actually, it's not really all been resolved, is it? In the, I mean, we'll come to that. Yeah, Yeah. I've I've just at this
1: point. I'm so confused.
0: So they do because he he has sort of been wrong, doesn't he, Chang? Yeah, yeah. Even though he's so they, they
1: they they so they do the deal basically. So they go to the restaurant. Ying is there. They sell him the cleaver. Sorry, sorry. They send him the gun, and they say mention something about. Oh well, you know, it wasn't very. The
0: academic is there again. Professor Chennery
1: is there. Charlotte's
2: like weirdly snotty about him. I don't. I don't. I've written that's all I've written. Charlotte is weirdly snotty about the professor. I guess
1: guess because she maybe thinks that it's him who told Ying Uh, about the gun. In fact, actually, it It was was well, Simon. I mean, it might have been Simon and Chennery. We don't know who Chennery got on the phone. Well,
0: no, no, because Chennery also got a meat cleaver
1: yeah mm. yeah and the meat cleaver was we find out it was actually from chang so we yes. think ying says oh i because basically they're, they're discussing it and and ying is like oh thank you so much for selling me this i'm sorry that i had to the, the methods i used to to bring you to my restaurant in the first place and he was like yeah and the cleaver and ying is like what are you talking about it wasn't me and they basically discover that it wasn't him it yeah. was chang and that chennery's had one too and i've put at this point And they actually mentioned something there about the struggle between the new and old China Mm. or something. And Mm. then I put, well... this It's very symbolic, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I put, well, this is bad, especially as Chang thinks he's won. Yeah. 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 It's like, this is not good now. So there's some some age-old rivalry between these two. They both think they own the gun. This is not... This is not good. Not good.
0: There's a lot going on, actually, at this time. Historically, this is quite interesting because we're only, like three or four years before in fact this is the this was shown at the end of 93 so four years time and and it gets handed over hong kong gets handed back to china so there is a lot of kind of scrabbling for you know uh, and this sort of arguments between the old and the new and
1: yeah yeah Yeah. it's culturally really interesting as an episode Mm. it was yeah um and then, so they have a little celebration, well, a small celebration of t- because they've sold the gun. I mean, they basically go, so go to the Chinese restaurant and have a meal. I'm like, mm, this is a bit premature. I put premature champagne. Yes. Premature yes. champagne.
0: <laughs> I put, also put premature champagne. Do we have an episode called Premature yeah, Champagne we do. at some point? I thought yeah. we did. Yeah. This
1: is definitely premature champagne. Premature champagne. Obviously weird, absolutely. But also, why do they? Cause, they know that surely they should figure it out. Like, they, we know the same well, that they know. Well, Charlotte says that she doesn't like want to
2: be, be part of the celebration, doesn't she? Charlotte's like, yeah, like, you she's know like, I'm okay. I'm going to just leave now. I don't yeah. need to celebrate. She's, it's, she's it's... definitely very wary about the whole situation
1: still. Because it's not like we don't know that... Sorry, yeah, that Lovejoy doesn't know that Gimbert sold it. It's like, he knows everything. He knows the same as we know. Like, mm. this isn't good. Chang thinks it's his... They've just told you that he was the one that put the cleavers in the thing. Yes. He thinks it's his. They're having a fight. How? This is not resolved. Like, yeah, why it's you, not resolved. Why do you think Absolutely. it is? Why are you having your premature champagne? I mean, and then he actually—they <laughs> yeah, do address this. Lovejoy goes, "Oh, I'm sure Chang will just forget about it. He doesn't really yeah. like whole. Oh. He doesn't understand the concept of face. This whole thing we're talking. Yeah. He doesn't get it, does he? Doesn't get it. He's so cavalier. He's like." He'll just forget about it. Don't worry. He'll be on to
2: the next thing. But partly because I suppose when he had that talk with Philip, Philip was so future focused. Exactly. And he
0: thinks Philip's doing it just out of pure greed.
2: Mm. He He doesn't doesn't realise that it's
0: a power thing it's interesting because yeah it shows that actually Lovejoy doesn't have this sense for what is a, a cultural undertone Yeah, and Charlotte does because Charlotte's actually lived in that in that culture and, and sort of understands a little bit about it it's quite interesting yeah so, well we
2: said before he's just not a divvy of people is he but, he's not no, a divvy of people exactly. and when he gets home of course
1: Chang is there with his heavies it's quite uh,
0: frightening. This is perilous. It is actually. And actually, they... this is just pure violent intimidation. It's just vile actually.
1: Yeah. Although, I have to say, <laughs>
0: <laughs> him running away in his jeans and his jacket was
2: very amusing. I'm sorry. It
1: was. So obviously they it was rush very him. Cute. They, they all rush him and then so obviously love joy. There's like literally about what? Like 10 of them. There's a lot of them. And Lovejoy, like, runs away. But he's just, like, running is so... And he's not very fast. I mean, he's, he's like, not going he's very
0: not. fast at all.
1: And they've got and cars. He does,
0: he does what I call a dad run. Oh, it was a dad run. It was such a dad run. Where you sort of do all the action of running, but you're basically walking. Yeah, the yeah. speed is
1: walking, yeah.
0: <laughs> but he runs into the
2: English... Uh, wood woodland that we saw yes. right at the beginning, and I was so delighted by this. I was like, "Look at this! Like it was at the beginning of the episode. Now it's going to be at the end of the episode." And I absolutely convinced myself that he was going to be rescued by. Um, by being able to hide, by being able to understand Englishness and hide out in the Englishness, if you see what I mean, yes. I was like, God, that's so clever. This othering that they do all the time in Lovejoy, how amazing. Anyway, that's not what happens. He does, <laughs> no. he just bump into Frank in the wood, who he helps himself through this the woods
0: this was lovely because it did actually feel like there Friends was an the extent there was an extent to which extent to which this episode was bookended mm, by a yeah. subplot yeah and actually i thought that was really nice i thought that was actually quite um a clever bit of writing a neat bit of writing
1: yeah to do it that way and um so so yeah so the the Poacher finds him. They try. Poacher's like, "Come on," because obviously he knows the woods supposedly and knows all the way through. So he's like, "Yeah, come on, this way. This attack, ha- we'll we'll get away from these guys." But then, unfortunately, they run right into them. But luckily, at this point, because Charlotte has been like, "Look," as you say, she's like, "This isn't over yet." I need to sort it yeah. out. So she's gone to talk to her mate Angela, and and presumably just because Angela and Charlotte are mates, because they're like, it's, mm. you know, and um, Angela turns up and she has she's basically the one in charge and she has the authority to tell. All these tongs to stand down, Amphilip. and she does, and she, Amphil- yeah, especially she, she really them.
0: puts him in his place, yeah, which I think is is great. And actually, this is quite a nice little bit of. Maybe an intentional girl power, or it is a nice bit of girl power, and it and it's this is the closest we get to a misogyny of the week wee. mm. because you get Lovejoy's really quite baffled. It needs a bit of explaining that. Well, no, they see the secret society. and actually, I wonder if that's partly because in the UK, see, yeah. secret societies or the equivalent, you, we've you, got you gentlemen's, really have, yeah. we've got gentlemen's clubs. We've been to the golf club before. We've got um, Masons. Uh, the Masons. Mm. And they're yeah women only. women still can't, it's twenty twenty and a lot of these organisations are still male only, yeah. so that's Lovejoy's world and she says Do you know what and again I thought this was this was the one thing that redeemed this episode from the point of view of cultural stereotyping because you think ah they are actually sort of trying to make a point here that well actually this culture that you think of as uh, very alien and, and, other. and very different yeah. and very other actually is far more kind of it's equitable the right word but you know it, it in some ways like more the, just more the, a bit more they, they, fair they do sort the of UK make the UK culture
1: they do sort of make the point that it's a bit unusual don't they as well that they do say like mm. some of the societies actually even let women in you know and yeah. some, and luckily
2: for you this yeah. is one of them this is one of them
1: because do isn't there, were any, well I don't think well. there any women as, at yings were there but so all the tongs no. uh, chang's tongs uh, all run away because Angela yeah. says so
2: because Angela shouts at them
1: Presum- presumably just because she's mates with Charlotte yeah Yeah. yeah but,
0: it. It, but then it's what's awful is the fact that so she's mates with Charlotte but he would still go that far anyway he doesn't know his wife is good mates with Charlotte and is involved in all them I, just it? I, swear, I feel like this is a bit
2: of a face thing as well though because she's basically saying you've embarrassed us your overreaction yeah. to not getting this thing that you didn't even want
1: yeah. has made
2: us look ridiculous get in the car yeah. shut up Go home. We're going home.
0: And we're going <laughs> and to spend a dinner. Really meekly. <laughs> I just go
2: get I back to take club. She's...
0: I also feel she's the one telling him not to be ridiculous in someone else's culture. I mean, maybe I'm just so obsessed with culture because I've just re- recently read that book, but she was basically going, that's not how you do things here. Get in the fucking car.
1: There is that as well, yeah. She, does I mean, she say... didn't say fucking because it was pre yeah. yeah, she wouldn't. But done. she may as I mean, in real life, well in, if this was a real situation, she definitely would have said get in the fucking car. Um, and then we have
2: a brilliant wash-up where Mrs. Dimmock is leaving. She's going to go to her bright lights, big city. I think Charlie's okay oh, yeah. about it
1: because he was, getting a bit,
2: he was getting a bit tired of going out all the
1: time <laughs> it was brilliant cause charlie's like cause he's been going on these like nights out with penelope and like to inferno, to and, inferno um, and he's like oh no i shall miss you so much penelope like secretly see, like yes yes oh, god. thank god um
2: and then funny. there's champagne and then of they do um lovejoy's chinese horoscope which is the same as mine oh. i'm a monkey too I'm a
0: rooster. Well, I'm a rooster as well. Isn't that what Charlotte says that she wants? That she is, or she? I I believe so. How strange! Charlotte is a
1: rooster, and yeah, yeah, Polly and I are roosters. So basically, you're both Charlotte's,
0: and I'm (laughs) Lovejoy. That's what we've learned. (laughs) That's. I mean, I always, I always assumed I was. I always wanted to be Charlotte when I was. A kid. I'm just going to look up because I know nothing about. I did. I did think um, in this
1: episode the way Rooster's that Charlotte good at languages. Ruth is a linguist.
2: Polly. Yeah, the way that Charlotte oh, really? was mm. so good. Um, Let's have a look. Not so good. The way that Charlotte was so cultured and sure of herself in this episode did make me think of you, Polly. Oh,
0: there you go. So... Oh, thank you. i just not me. So I'm, I'm just reading about. <laughs> reading well, about I just figured you you didn't well, have I the same impression on joy. So. so. <laughs> uh, this is me and Helen everybody listen okay. to this right so people who are born in years of the rooster usually share lots in common uh, per, uh, lots of common personality traits such as being responsive distinctive smart and earnest being strict with themselves is their strongest characteristic that's probably true uh, I am very strict
1: with that is true. Yeah, and
2: I'm
0: definitely not ever
2: strict in myself. I am. So very strict I'm, only, myself. I'm only
0: just a rooster because I was actually born in 82, but I was born before, yeah, Chinese before the Chinese Year.
2: year yeah, before the Chinese New Year. So I'm so
0: still a rooster. What does it say about monkeys, Polly? Uh, I don't know because I've, I've switched oh, She's, she's, typed, in she's clicked off it now. No, I haven't. I'm just reading. So we are also... We're There's different types of roosters. Are you a metal uh, rooster, or a wooden rooster? I'm a metal rooster, but Charlotte... I'm a metal then, monkey, so I figured you would be... A... What, does that I mean? guess... what does that mean? It's your oh, element. How do element. you know what element you are? Because it says it's the so. Year, it's, it's the year. It's the year. So it... 1981 where, where it was metal. So I'm a metal rooster. 1993 was water. 1969, so that must be when Charlotte was born, I guess. Mm. Um...
1: But, I mean, yes. she's very young. No, I'd say it would be the previous one. 57? I, I don't think she's Yeah, because really. then she's 36 or so. Oh, that makes
0: more yeah. sense. Maybe it's 57. Um, did I, oh, this is this is actually really interesting. It's fascinating, isn't I'm it? a
1: metal rooster. I never knew that.
0: You are a metal rooster, and it says that we're very ambitious. Uh, most of them have satisfactory jobs with nice incomes. Yes. <laughs> God, <laughs> that sounds so dull. I, I do like have a satisfactory, satisfactory job with job a nice...
1: I'm going to I do I mean
0: that is that is true we both have satisfactory jobs job. nice please English. read the monkey I'm, just of I'm going to read the monkey I'm looking up the monkey Hang does it on. say I'm, the
2: monkey is insistent on talking about themselves at all points because I think it does I think it will say that egotistical along the
0: top let's have a look <laughs> China, right Chinese zodiac monkey character we're going to have to ask by the way our listeners do you know what Chinese zodiac you are and if so please share it with us and we will share them on the next podcast I really 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 want to know what mm. you all are yeah uh, so Okay, M, my darling, you are. Oh, you're also a metal monkey.
1: Yes, I knew I was metal. I guess it must be like the same right yeah. period.
0: Yeah. Uh, Suit. Oh, so it's got suitable jobs for you. Dip, dip. <laughs> diplomat- <laughs> Shut up! Don't laugh when you say diplomat. <laughs> it doesn't even say diplomat. It says diplomatist.
2: <laughs> yes, diplomatist. I'd be a really good one of those, don't I?
0: journalist, writer, or entertainer. Yeah, I mean. And you are all of those, all oh, of those things. Thank what, you. Jobs,
1: what jobs should we do, Paul? I don't
0: know. I'll go back to ours again. It's going
2: to say translator. I bet let's, you.
0: let's look at yours. So yours, uh, uh, let's see, your strengths. You are intelligent, eloquent, adaptable and flexible. Thank you. They are endowed with highly adaptable abilities because of their complicated living environment. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say because of their prehensile tail. You are also. <laughs> you are like, your strengths, listen, this is true, your strengths are... Your strengths are brilliance, independence, honesty, cordiality and positivity.
1: Oh,
0: yeah. And you're a good problem solver and a good leader, but you're also irritable, irrational (laughs) and impetuous. Yeah, I am. I am all of those things. All of those things. But is it because um, I knew that
2: and I internalised it from a young age? Probably, yes
0: yes i am just gonna look up let me go back to rooster and have a look at the uh and then this has been brilliant this is totally yeah. what we've all learned this is what we've um, learned yeah our strengths i'm not sure i agree with this oh no i do agree with this our weaknesses oh no i don't agree with this just tell me it's because it's weaknesses. all made up <laughs> our weakness that is true like uh, we are true. we are foresighted ambitious meticulous and independent that's the good characteristics. Yeah. Um, I don't think I'm any of those things oh, I am um, we are impatient that's true we're both impatient yes. overconfident I don't think either of us no. are no
2: no I wouldn't say you were overconfident I would say I was overconfident
0: <laughs> but and, not you two <laughs> and and impressible which I think we are as in what's I think impressible we're easily, doesn't it mean we're easily Is, taken uh, for a ride oh
2: I I so, definitely I think that's more me than you two
0: none I do not agree with these jobs at all okay suitable jobs politician Oh, you'd be a good politician.
2: No, I wouldn't. You'd be bloody awful. But you would, be, in the sense that the politician is supposed to represent the people. I don't you would think be a good politician. I
0: speak, I'd be useless. I can't, you know, yeah. bullshit enough. Uh, right, politician, police person. No. No. Athlete.
1: No. Oh,
0: come on. You're both really athletic. I think that's Fashion- You could be athletes. Fashion designer or oh, beautician?
1: No and no.
2: I think that might be maybe the metal element, and I've got lots of it. <laughs>
0: I, I am absolutely not any of these things at all. And I think politician I could
1: be. I could.
0: Apparently we're gentle and romantic, and I'm not either of those. No. I I'm, I'm no, think you've got a romantic Stretch. with a capital R. I think you're romantic, as in... Oh, as, you, you're as in like Emily Bronte. Yeah, and you...
2: You're the one who said <laughs> I want the written word as my antique of the week. I mean, come flailing on, that's on the romantic. Walls.
0: I am <laughs> flailing Cuppet on the moors romantic. C- anyway. C- yeah. So
1: so we've all learnt about our Ch- uh, Chinese horoscopes. That was lovely. Good, that's
0: that one out the way. Good. And well, We've all learned that they're nonsense.
1: Oh, did we also mention yeah. at the end that's when they have the champagne, of course. I feel like we should say there was champagne. Yeah,
2: they the do. End. They
1: do. Um, so Mark's out of ten.
2: I loved it this one. I don't know why. Oh, because I didn't really agree with half of the things that were happening, but I'm going to give it an
1: 8.5. Oh my god. I loved it. I really loved Did you? it. 8.5 for me as well. You
0: see, I was just slightly I cringed at a lot of the I thought, really, you're going. To... I cringed at the fact they used the same actor twice because oh, they yeah. didn't need to. They, Maybe but if, knock they've a done point that. Off. I don't think it's the first time they've done that. I'm sure. No, I No, they've definitely us. done that before. Well, McShane's wife's in it twice, isn't she? She is as three different people. I mean, yeah, that's really, yeah. uh, so. You know, fair enough, I suppose. <laughs> um, but I also, it was just the fact that. Um, it was the fact that I thought, oh, you're going to show a whole culture. But then they have shown Chinese before, to be fair. They've had Chinese artefacts before and not yeah. shown the culture as being this murderous gang warfare thing. So I'm going to give it an 8. I did like it. There was a lot of peril and I could actually follow the flipping plot.
1: And it was, but was, it was an interesting plot. You And are, it was an interesting oh, plot and it was on?
0: bookended by the, the lovable rogue that is the, uh, the, the uh, poacher. Yeah, so, yeah. I like, yeah, I'll give yeah. it an
2: 8. And the pacing was good. The pacing was really The pacing was, was, really was very good, good actually
0: they um, didn't get five minutes before the end and suddenly go oh shit, yeah. we got yeah and now. i
2: thought it was good to see beth the way that beth challenged charlie in a way that eric never would have done i i'm just really oh, liking the f- fact sh- that they really haven't replaced like
0: for like with beth yeah and so i always like that because when you when they do try and do it it just goes downhill when a series tries to have a similar mm. similar character so um, it was, that was good
1: and antique of the week i've got two
0: I've got one, and it's, and it's, and it, even though I cringed at it and it was so inappropriate, I did quite like the Zulu shield. Mm. I liked it because I thought, and I, I, um, I, so, I've been to South Africa, which is obviously as opposed to. I've been to Africa. <laughs> I have been to Africa. I've been to Morocco and South Africa, and guess what? Not the same at all. Mm-mm, Very mm-mm. different places. Um, but I like that, but I wonder if that's simply because they made a Michael Caine reference. And I also love Michael Caine. Yeah. And I realise it has bugger all to do with Michael Caine, because it's meant to be the real deal and not a prop. <laughs> but anyway, I would like I would like the, the Zulu
1: shield.
2: I also liked one of the. From who can say where in Africa artifacts, which was um that lion skin rug that Tinker pulled and yeah. know to hide the gun. But I kind of I feel a bit torn about liking that because I mean, but it was an antique rug, so I feel like if it's antique,
1: then that's you would be okay. allowed. You'd still be allowed to trade that. But yeah. in case I can't have
2: that because I decide that it's against my ethics or whatever. Um, I would like to have Beth's 90s pigtails, because nobody wears their hair like that anymore, and it was oh, so cute. They were so I used cute. to wear my hair like that. You yeah. could do it now, oh, though. I think you could bring it know, back. Good.
0: Oh, they've had me cut. look. Well, yes, that's what I'm saying. Your, your
2: hair and Helen's hair is exactly the right length for
1: those really cute, it like grungy little, 90s ones, pigtails. Grungy like, yeah. um,
2: oh, my God, what's her name?
1: Yeah, um... From I was quite Gwen
0: Stefani, like that's Gwen Stefani. it. Yes, yeah. I love Gwen Stefani. Yes. I was quite grungy. I was all like the long t-shirts and the. I, was all, I all think everyone was grungy, stuff, weren't yeah. they? I
1: mean, that was the. It was, it was the baggy fashion. as baggy as possible clothing, Ooh, which was great when you're yeah. a teenage girl and you don't it want anyone to see your body. Absolutely <laughs> brilliant. Uh, I think my cool. antique of the week. Oh, I think mm, it's very unoriginal, but I think mine was also the Zulu. Yeah. I think there was yeah. a shield and a spear.
0: Was there? Shield and a spear because there was the most amazing thumbnail on UK TV Play, which looks as though uh, Tinker is like charging <laughs> somebody, wave with holding. Oh, them it all must off.
2: be a production still, maybe. Oh no, maybe and it not. was. Yeah, maybe
0: it's a it screenshot. Was, and I wrote hilarious slash. Inappropriate thumbnail is what I wrote <laughs> at the very beginning before it even started.
1: But yeah, I liked that as well. And like, yeah, although like the way the context in which they talk about it is a bit. Mm, so uh, for the sort of Chinese
2: slash Hong Kong episode, we've all chosen African antiques.
1: Because <laughs> yeah. the gun itself was, it wasn't an actual garden, I mean, it had gun been used as a, a flower bit. pot. Yeah, I'm not,
0: I'm not into guns, really. No, I don't like I'm the idea. And it, it wasn't—it
1: wasn't particularly attractive to look no, at, was it? It, it really. was—it was,
0: it was nicer as a flower pot than it was as a gun. It was, yeah. It was a nice flower Isn't pot. Isn't everything? It's good. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's, it's, God, it's very
2: philosophical. And it's on nice that philosophical matter. note, we should yeah, thank you for listening.
1: Like, rate, review, and subscribe.
0: Rate, review, and subscribe, and I, I hope you all have a wonderful 2021. I mean, let's face it, 2020 set a very low bar.
1: Anyway,
0: so So, follow us
2: online at LovejoyAPod or on Patreon, which is patreon.com
0: forward slash Lovejoy, actually. Yeah. Rate, review and subscribe. We've got some lovely people talking to us on Twitter. We had uh, Jessica, who is our new patron. Oh, hello, Jessica. Thank you. Thank you very, very much because you are our new patron, but you've also been chatting to me on Twitter and I like people chatting to me on Twitter so so keep it up uh, I will be hugely responsive because uh, I've not got anything else to do um, um, obviously you can join us on Patreon but if not just leave us a nice review because let's face it it's been a wank year and uh, yeah, it's been a bit that'll rubbish, make it. it and we have been the ray of light in your 2020 in your dark year,
1: year. So, um,
0: I'm, I'm sure I'm sure if it hadn't been for us just imagine what the year would have been like for people <laughs> on that note Thank yeah. you for listening. And um, we'll bye. see you in a couple weeks. Bye, 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 Let's tell bye, all bye, 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 bye